1: U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding and check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association, N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC.
0: Welcome to A Real Man Wood podcast. This is Chris Liss, your host, Rotowire, and I am joined by my co-host, Dalton Del Don of Yahoo Sports. What's going on, man? How you doing?
1: Doing all right. Uh, my daughter Chloe's home sick this week. doctor said keep her out of school for the rest of the week. Got a stomach bug. It's contagious. So I'm doing my best not to get sick, which will inevitably be a failure. Um, settling up MLB stuff with the season coming to an end. I know I sadly had to PayPal use some money, so congratulations. Curious how your season longs went there. Mine weren't the, the best. But uh, yeah, other than uh, Super Contest, obviously, we'll talk about. Uh, not much going on. What, what about yourself, Liz?
0: Well, so that uh, I, in my home league, I was tied for fourth and I thought it was like 80 bucks. So I was kind of lax about setting my lineup the last couple of weeks. I mean, I was competing, but I thought that's fourth place. It wasn't much. And then I realized it's 250 bucks and I went to move David Dahl into my lineup the last week. And it's one of those leagues where the, everything locks the, the first pitch that's thrown for that week. So I was like five minutes late. I wasn't even five minutes late. It was like just after 10, it locks at like, no, sorry. 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Midnight, my time. So it literally locks the first pitch of the earliest game. And it actually locks five minutes before because the game starts 7 5 And so I couldn't move David Dahl in for Puig. And I knew your story about Puig anyway. It just made me even more enraged. And Dahl hit four or five home runs this week. And I was tied in runs and ribbies going into the playoff game. And I still would have won. I had Walker Bueller going in that playoff game. Uh-huh. Yeah, and all he needed was a win, and I was going to win. I was tied for 125 with with one of the guys, and uh, but Ian Desmond couldn't score around a bunch of other stuff.
1: Well, that that so that means you got credit for that game because he was going to start Sunday, you know, and then right. and then he was bumped for Rich Hill, and then you, you know, so you got credit for that. No, uh, so though. That's, that's I
0: got Walker Buehler. All I need is the win. So it goes to the ninth inning, and I'm like, sweet. I didn't really even look at this other guy who was also tied with me. I was like, I'm going to get this win. It's half a point. I got this whole thing. Boom, Nolan, Ar- Nolan Arenado hits a home run off of uh, Jansen. He had Arenado. Yep. That's it. Game over. It's over. So I got zero dollars. <laughs> so that was, that was the last day, just that stupid, I thought I was going to win money. Then um, in the NFBC main, I was in third and fourth toddling between those two the last month, really like six weeks. And I was mostly in third. And the guy uh, beat me by one point. And I, in pitching, there, I was like, to the fourth or fifth decimal place and whip in an the R A behind a guy. And he beat me by one point. So I didn't win any money in that. I would have won 1600 And then uh, the only thing I didn't do was lose to you. And I right. almost blew that, too, because for some reason I had Lucas Giolito, and he gave up like nine runs in one inning.
1: Of course he did. Last week. What a fitting in. Fitting in for him. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know. Yeah, like, no, I, I went out. I definitely tried. I, I noticed that we bet a, a decent amount on that, too. So I, I really – the last few weeks, I was making sure my lineup was in. Otherwise, you know, we're middling in the standings. And um, the last day, I even made sure to get the innings. I threw a ton, you know, even to go over. But um, unlike last year, in which I mir- had a miracle, like 50 innings of one ERA with like a lot of spot starters, they were all shelled at like 45 innings of zero wins. So that was pretty, pretty funny. So you, you did. Congratulations. I had to PayPal you after I kept bragging lately. It had been the opposite. But this time, uh, yeah, money's going your way.
0: Yeah, which, thank God, because I lost everything else. So you're the only person who lost me, basically. <laughs> well, you, nice. you and a couple other guys. I, I won some bets uh, in the NFPC main. Sporer, I still got to collect from him, but he owes me $100. Uh, this other guy, Mike Masato in the main, had to pay me 100 I won some side bets. I lost a side bet to Pinau. I, I won and lost some with Jeff and lost some money to Genstat. Overall, I mean, the side bets I probably did a little better than even. Probably made 100 bucks thanks to you. But very disappointing finish to my baseball teams.
1: Yeah, my San Francisco Giants were terrible. My Phillies bet looked like a G- 125 to one, and they looked like they were definitely going to make the post. I mean, the Nationals were were toast. I mean, so that looked good, and obviously uh, for naught. so. Uh, and then my home run bet uh, before the season over under. I think it was 49 and a half homers. Chris Davis in the last day he needed two jacks, and and no one did that. His home runs were way down across the board. So. Not the, the best MLB year, but this is a podcast all about forward thinking. So uh, football time, um, speaking of forward thinking and not looking back, man, that, that Browns beat, uh, I think you had them as their best bet also. Just horrible. I had this feeling the Raiders would just do for some bullshit cover like that, but what a nightmare. Do you do you want to go over that in painstaking detail?
0: Not really. Or I mean, they were up 14, and they started fumbling, and I just kept looking over at Hugh Jackson and thinking, you know what? This fucking moron is not going <laughs> to bail us out of this. And they they gave up the lead, they got behind, but then they caught up and they were up eight. They were up eight, and there was like no time left, and they got a first down to win the game. And then the yeah,
1: spot so we were up out. ten and a half. We were up ten and a half points against the spread with uh, thirty seconds left. Right. right. I mean, and
0: it was just they had to get the touchdown. So they gave up and the two point conversion, and they got the ball back in overtime. So all they needed was a field goal. A tie would have been fine.
1: Yes. Right.
0: And, uh, it was just really, and it was it was just such a right side, and, and yeah. I'm still tilted about it because. We'd be fourteen and six in the super contest oh. and I'd be three and one of oh. the best bets. I was twelve and four last year. It's just it really now I'm two and two there. It just
1: it just really it was a real kick in the nuts,
0: I have to say, that that
1: loss. But you know So so no, it's still three and two and and you sent me an email to what Massey Peabody basically went against like four of our picks and they only I made mean, like five. They picks made the Raiders
0: their, their pick at the end. They went against Ugh. all five were, were their picks. And we were right about the Browns. So Pretty much four and one. We obviously the Giants was a terrible pick, and we were yeah that really
1: was that, that that okay. Couple first of all, I'm happy the ones I went you know to bat for the Jags and Pats uh, covered yeah, we went and to bat for the Giants.
0: You were the one pushing the Giants. I did. I was nervous about the Giants.
1: I even yeah I, I may or may not have used a uh, uh, Eli o- ODB uh, stack too in DFS. It cost me some some money. I just horrible man. He's he's not. It wasn't even a pass rush. That was just ugly. And the fact that they couldn't even get garbage time stats at the end against a prevent defense down three scores or whatever it was two scores just atrocious man. They're 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 awful. Your your team is very frustrating. E- Eli Manning. Eli,
0: Eli sucks. It,
1: I like your, your, your term you used from him, by the way, the Eliability. It's pretty – it's nice. You He's know? such a liability. And, and you know, I,
0: I don't know if you saw on Twitter, but there's this uh, beat writer for the Giants, Jordan Rannon. He's like the ESPN guy. He used to be in one of the local papers. And I was trolling that guy a couple of years ago because he was defending McAdoo. And I was like, that guy's the worst coach, and Eli sucks. And I was like on him, and like he, he actually responded, or maybe it was him or another guy responded. And they were like annoyed at me and like vehemently disagreeing with me. And now two years later, like, McAdoo, of course I was right about that. And secondly, he wrote, I just watched the full 22 or whatever the camera is, Yeah. You know, the camera angle, and he's like, he's like "An Eli Manning, it's not just the offensive line. Eli Manning had time and he didn't blah, blah, blah. And I'm saying, yeah, finally, one giant beat writer six years later admits that Eli sucks. Like, it's amazing. Like, I don't know if this guy has photos of people, but, like, wh- what is it going to take before people just are like, dude, enough is enough? And how many years do we have to <laughs> toil – with this substandard scrub, you know, being the quarterback of a franchise that actually otherwise is in not that bad of shape. I mean, the skill players are good. The defense isn't that bad. They held up for a while against the Saints. I mean, how long can you hold up when your offense is just not moving the ball and punting every time?
1: What a what a disaster, man! No, a total disaster. Still, I mean, all that being said, we're off to a decent start. Uh, Especially, you know, I I was uh, had me a little bit worried about our picks last week. Uh, I love it when the Twitter, a lot of Twitter hate on our picks last week, especially. So, it would have been better four and one, but but nevertheless, off to a a pretty good start. And uh, let's keep keep moving forward with this. Keep the positivity going, Liz.
0: I'm still fucking tilted about that Browns loss. I'm fucking tilted about that shit. I'm not over that shit. You know what? Fuck it. I don't care about the NFC loss. Sixteen hundred (laughs) bucks. It sucks, but whatever. That guy, I, I did the right moves in that. I didn't forget anything. The guy just outmanaged me. We we're both making every move. I didn't put any the wrong guy on my bench. It was just, you know, hey, I just got one point short. If this the season went two days longer, I probably would have won. But it just is what it is. It's fine. Live with that, no problem. But this Browns thing really fucking tilts me. It was a really important pick for Super Contest Best Bet. It just really fucking tilts me, and I've been having a good year so far. But that shit really pisses me off, and I got to get the shit out of my system because I got to have a clear mind when I'm picking this week and I just can't fucking live with that shit that shit really oh, I... really fucking bothers me and you know what's <laughs> worse is it fucking went to overtime and I was you know it's 1.30 in the morning here in the overtime and I'm staying up later than I want because I gotta get up and get some sleep Sasha's gonna wake me up Monday morning when she gets up for school and I fucking had to watch that shit and I knew it was going bad I knew the overtime was bad and I yeah. really don't like Hugh Jackson I don't like that dude he did not win a game last year he should have been fired it's bullshit that they kept that dude that dude, should, uh, I, don't, I don't like him at all. So, and that bullshit he was saying about, oh, well, yeah, I mean, Baker, I think he's, you know, he's got a chance to win the number two job like at the beginning of the season. That shit's just stupid. That guy should, I, I do not like that guy, and I, I blame him. Any any sensible coach would have got his, his team together when they were starting to crack and just been like, hey, get it together, man. You guys got to keep it together. And they just completely fell apart. It's amazing no, how so bad things, that
1: was. So many things had to go against, like, that, what, truly, the ref.
0: truly. I- you know, I mean, I, honestly, I, I don't give a shit. I wrote about this in East Coast Offense, about equanimity. And I'm telling <laughs> you, man, the way to equanimity is to fucking be pissed. I know it's ironic, but the way to equanimity is to fucking be... To innocent.
1: make sure that's banked. Yeah, like, just to make sure, in case, the, in case anyone didn't know, I guess, letting the Cosmos know that it better be banked?
0: No, it's not the Cosmos, because it's futile to, like, you know, rage against some imaginary, you know, you think you're talking to some imaginary uh, just tribunal yep. that's going to rule in right. your favor and somehow reverse it. No, that's never going to happen. It's okay. over. You lost. It sucks. But you got to be mad when you lose. okay? But You have to be fucking pissed, and you have to be okay with being pissed, and you have to enjoy the feeling of being enraged while losing. That's the key. You enjoy winning, and you enjoy being enraged while losing. Because if you can enjoy the feeling of losing and being enraged, then you have equanimity. Because whether you win or lose, you're just enjoying the ride. You're enjoying the feeling. That's, that's the key. I'm really trying to enjoy the feeling of losing and getting fucked on that shit call and just enjoying the fact that I still care and that we're still in this game. That, that's my, that was what I wrote about. It's just, you know, you can't just fucking, oh, no, oh, big deal. The, the fantasy gods were against me. I guess I lost. LOL. Let's, you know, that's, fuck that. That's not how you do it. You do it by being fucking pissed and just enjoying it. And I enjoy this shit. I'm glad.
1: Uh, I- I promise you those are not areas of need uh, in my life, I promise, because I, I am enraged as one you'll ever see for, over these absolutely. these you events. you to learn to enjoy
0: it. you got to be like, you know what? Yeah. Oh,
1: I, I, I get to, yes. I get you, you super. you got to be
0: like, you know what? I'm fucking enraged and this is bullshit. But at the same time, you know, a lot of people are bored and doing nothing and miserable. At least I'm fucking enraged that I got a bad beat.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Oh, you got to make the highs super high and the lows super low. I'm totally on board with that. The low and is I, I good. The low is a good it, feeling. Yeah. Injustice.
0: Processing the feeling of being screwed and and injustice done to you is actually itself something that's an enjoyable feeling. That's my point.
1: Man, Derek Carr is actually balling out, throwing these crazy fades for two point conversions. He's actually playing really well. Uh, I will will give him. He
0: went four and out from the eight yard line and threw some shit pass on fourth down. Looked like a miscommunication.
1: How funny is it he's on pace to break the NFL record in passing yards along was, with –
0: I didn't realize he was going – I mean, <laughs> we, I have him in that huevos league. I got him as like an agnostic, cheap guy, him and Garoppolo. And then uh, I picked up Carson Wentz just to troll Jeff, and now I'm glad I did. It's so funny. That team's actually okay, and it was such a disaster. I did everything wrong. I bit on Mike Williams of the Chargers. I meant to say two, and I had no receivers, and Barons beat me to it. So I ended up bidding my last – overbid on him with three I did not even want the guy now he's actually good <laughs> things like that happened
1: yeah I went cheap in Stopa the 2QB league him and him and Bortles helping my only 4-0 and squad in the 14 team Stopa shout out to P now though I has like 40 or 50 more points than me but the only undefeated team balling out in Stopa think you know a good idea the one good idea I had entering draft season was coming away with Todd Gurley and Alvin Kamara on the same team and that's a uh, that's worked out well with Carr. I've, I have some real – How You you paid for
0: those guys? You could have had Bell and Fournette for a lot cheaper. Yeah, right. <laughs>
1: yes, exactly. That team's
0: going to be awesome in week eight or nine when they're both back. It's going to be awesome.
1: I, I have some real like real teams that could finish with some ugly records, though, including like my home league, which is a 14-team league. It started with Le'Veon Bell and Jerk McKinnon, and you have Bell. So let me ask you if you would do this. If you're in a 14-team league, 0-4 record – I traded Le'Veon Bell for Alshon Jeffery and Chris Thompson. Too little, too much, about right.
0: I would not do that with him coming back two weeks. In, in three no, weeks. Three no, weeks.
1: Two weeks. One of them is a buy. So you can't. Right. He's only missing and two Chris more Thompson's weeks. already had a buy. Chris Thompson's already had a buy. Okay.
0: But Chris Thompson sucks. So who cares? I mean, it's yeah, not you
1: amazing. might. Do that. Okay. All right. So he's not worth it. If you're 0 and 4, though, what, no, yeah, I mean, and no, Alshon no. Jeffery could you be. You go on
0: a crazy run and only Le'Veon Bell is capable of. Of doing that for you.
1: Of, of doing that for you, even though if you're 0-8. Yeah, yeah okay. Just, right, okay.
0: okay. Okay. But right. you can't do that. That's why you can't trade Fournette or Bell, because anybody that you could get for them, and, and obviously Bell's worth more than Fournette because they're due back around the same time, but the difference is you know Bell's healthy. You don't know if Fournette's not going to just aggravate the thing again.
1: So Yeah, um, Bell, Bell also looks like fat and out of shape in the pictures, and who knows if that guy just won't fake an injury like his you know, former teammate suggested he should do. So I mean, there's certainly question marks with Bell, but obviously – Obviously, the upside's through the roof. So I, I got—I thought that was a, a fair offer, though. I mean, Alshon Jeffrey could be, you know, pretty damn good right now. I mean, you could consider him a top fifteen wide receiver if he were to stay healthy.
0: Yeah, I, I like him, um, and it's not terrible. But your own four, Jeffrey and Chris Thompson aren't going to dig you out of that hole. You
1: yeah. know, right. Yeah, I mean that's a, that's a fair, it's a fair, um, fair side. You want to talk about these games for the for the let's, Super? Let's oh, let's actually, let's go over it. all this later. All right, okay. So Thursday night. Uh, I hated this one. I went back and forth uh, continuously. I think for the staff picks, you went with a 10-point spread. It could be 10.5 some places, but Indy at New England uh, getting 10, 10 or 10.5. 10
0: yeah, it was 10.5 uh, when I wrote up my guesses, but it, when I looked at it today, when I wrote the column, it was 10. I just want to say one other thing. So I did just like, because been, it's been doing well for me, so I, I keep doing this. I basically make my own lines, then I guess the lines, then I check the actual lines, and I note the difference. Out of the 15 games this week, The biggest margin between my line and the actual line was one and a half points. It's usually like there's a four and a half in there or something. One and a half was the biggest margin of any line, meaning I was spot on for half of them. There were zeros across the board, a lot of half points or one point, a few five one and a halves. But that's like, that means these are tight and I'm not loving anything. There's nothing that I was like, whoa, what the hell? That's way out, you know, everything was right in the range.
1: I thought these lines were incredibly tight this week. So I, I did not, you know, guess like you did, but that totally makes sense to me. Okay,
0: so Colts-Patriots. I made the line 10.5. It looks like it's 10. I like the Pats. Colts are without a couple key cornerbacks. They're without T.Y. Hilton. Uh, Stefani Bell thought that uh, Gronk would play probably, but Hilton would not. Colts had an overtime game. Now they got to go for the Thursday game on the road in New England. I know Luck looks like he's back, but man, this seems seems like a blowout to me, so I laid the wood.
1: It took Luck 60-plus passes to get that yardage last week. So Again, I went back and forth, and I'm, I'm sure I'm going to feel dumb going against the Patriots in prime time. It is a super short week without Hilton, as you said. But Colts' defense has played pretty well, and I think they can keep it competitive. This is more of a knock on New England. I, even though they did take care of business and blow out Miami last week, I wasn't super impressed. But again, I'll probably feel dumb, and I am gonna would stay away from this game. So, But I took the points. Um, next one uh, is your favorite, uh, the Browns. They're getting three at home. Against the Ravens, man, the, the Baltimore is a team I've probably been the most wrong about, I would say, preseason to now. They're legit, and I, I fully think they are legit. I mean, Flacco looks great. Uh, John Brown, all the difference, adding that weapon. So, Ravens are good.
0: Yeah, I think the Ravens are maybe a top five NFL team right now. And the Browns, Hugh Jackson is just – really, I'm so enraged at that dude. I blame him mostly. I just feel like they just never just got a hold of it. You have to be able to get the guys together and be like, stop fucking up. Get it together. You have to have that sense – of order with your team and I felt like they were just discombobulated but I took the Browns. I mean I don't know
1: for eight hard knocks but it really looked like he was it was a clown show I mean it's not was not impressive I mean at all
0: watch it but just the stuff like pretending like Drew Stanton was in there. just I mean come on man it's not credible it's not a credible act that you're that you're doing I don't know what they're doing but I still took the Browns I think the Ravens they won their big game at Pittsburgh that's a huge rivalry it's a huge win they have to travel now to face Cleveland Cleveland is, you know, is a decent team. The defense is okay. Denzel Ward looks like the real deal. Miles Garrett's a star. you got the offense playing well with uh, Mayfield. They made a few dumb mistakes, but it's not like that was really indicative of the level that they're playing at. So I think this is going to be a tough game for the Ravens, so I took the Browns.
1: Yeah, Ravens a lot of NFL 05.3 YPA, and they get Jimmy Smith back now. But uh, I am a believer in Baker Mayfield, and I took the points too. I mean, they're at home, and they get the three. I would consider the Browns even if at a pick them here. So all that, you know, the the praise on Baltimore, they're, they are due for a letdown. Um, I'm with you here. So the Browns. Next, uh, Jacksonville getting three in Kansas City.
0: Yeah, I took Jacksonville. I think the Chiefs are obviously good, but the Denver game actually made me think the Chiefs are actually even better. They, they dealt with some adversity. They – Got in a tough spot in a Monday Night Road division game with a decent defense, and they, and they pulled it out. But I think the Jaguars are going to pose a much tougher test, even in Kansas City. I think Bortles and it'll be Yeldon this week. But they'll move the ball against the Chiefs because the Chiefs' defense isn't very good. And the Jaguars' defense, it'll be a good test to see if they can slow him down. Looks like Sammy Watkins is already practicing, so he should be back, which is good news for the Chiefs. But I think this will be a war, and uh, I'll take the points.
1: Yeah, I was thinking Watkins would be out since he was ruled out right away when I made this pick during the game. But short turnaround. I had a real tough time with this game, but I, um, I too, took the points. I'm a believer in Jacksonville. I think they can keep this close. It wouldn't be surprised if they won outright. So uh, this is a, a stay away game for me, though. Um, next one, uh, Tennessee at Buffalo. Titans favored by three and a half.
0: Who do you got there?
1: Okay, so, I mean, I feel like this is just a game you simply have to pick Buffalo, and I would even argue to use it. This is just the side to be on. Uh, I think that defense isn't horrible. Maybe if I just keep fading Tennessee, I'll just be wrong all year. I am sure Mariota looks better, and this team is absolutely a playoff threat, but especially given that extra hook and who's going to want to take the Bills, I just think this is the right side to be. Yeah, I
0: took the Bills, too. I don't feel strongly. I think Tennessee's good. I think their defense is good, and I really think Mariota's turned the corner. Corey Davis, Taewon Taylor... Starting to, the young guys are starting to come around, but I agree, they just had a, a big win in overtime against the Super Bowl champs, and now they gotta go on the road against a, a total doormat, and I think after being shut out by Green Bay, the Bills have restored their doormat status, that you just gotta take the points, I agree. I, I'd consider it, I don't usually love these games, but since we're kind of thin this week, I, I'd consider
1: it. There are a handful of others, though, that, that I do kind of like coming up. So we'll see. But um, Mariota it may mean nothing, but last year he had like five touchdowns, 11 interceptions on the road. was bad in his only road game this year. Maybe it means nothing. But um, next one, your Giants getting a seven in Carolina. Ugh.
0: I took the Panthers. I made this line seven and uh-huh. a half. And normally I'm a homer, and I just take the Giants almost every week, and especially if they're a big underdog. But you know what? Fuck Eli. I'm not rooting for that dude anymore. I, I, I love Barkley. I love Beckham. But the Panthers' pass rush is nasty, and the Giants' offensive line is bad, and when Eli is under pressure, he completely collapses. I mean, he is so dead when the pressure comes. He has zero awareness. He can't sidestep. He can't step up in the pocket. He can't evade everything. He starts to spin backwards three, four extra yards to take an extra long sack every single time. So I think the Panthers get to Eli, and I think Pat Shermer, I don't know what he's going to do. They've got to throw the ball down the field, do something. But I think the Giants' defense is okay, but the Panthers will move the ball, and they'll – they get up 10 0 and may as well be 30 to nothing. The Giants are in big trouble.
1: You're probably right. I mean, the Panthers coming off a bye. I just didn't want to get too upset at, at Eli's overreacting to Eli's performance last week. And I usually like them as seven point dogs or higher. So I took the points, but I'm almost certainly wrong. And Eli's going to be terrible. You're probably right.
0: Denver. They got to move uh, on. You know, let's let's find out that Kyle yeah. Let's see what he can do.
1: Yeah. I doubt it'll happen but or at least anytime soon but they probably should. Denver uh, getting a point at New York against the Jets. Who do you got there? Um I, I took the Jets and I kind of uh kind of like him. I think Case Keenum I, I, before this season I liked him as a sleeper two quarterback fantasy league type guy but right now I consider him a bottom 3 type quarterback in the league. He's just awful. That just, that passing miss against Demarius Thomas and the, the his reads, his progressions. I I I'm I'm down on him. The Jets coming uh, they're coming off a bye, too, so Sam Darnold, yeah, he's a problem as well, but I like the Jets.
0: They're not coming off a bye. The Jets got <laughs> – No, they're not
1: coming off a bye. Sorry. Go ahead. They
0: got, they got smoked by Jacksonville. They would have been shut out except for a couple of Right, like yes, bowls.
1: of course. I like Jacksonville. Yes, yes, yes. Well, they're an ugly, ugly performance. It's like they didn't show up is what I meant.
0: Yeah, they suck. I mean, Darnold sucks, but Keenum's terrible, too.
1: Keenum's so bad. Think,
0: you know, the the Broncos have a short week traveling, yep. and it's just – the lines one. I made it two and a half. I think the Broncos should be a little better than the Jets, but they're basically the same team
1: almost. They were lucky their record before last week, and just um, yeah, I don't. Know. I mean that, that's a big emotional game against the Chiefs, but uh, I don't know. This is a tough one though. So well, who did you end up going with?
0: I took the Jets, but Good.
1: I but wouldn't use it. I
0: don't. Yeah. Know. Darnold sucks. Darnold could throw four. Uh, I
1: know you're so down on Darnold, and it's not just because he gets compared to, to the Barkley selection, right?
0: It's, no, it's not just because of that, but I'm not going to say it doesn't color my view of him. I mean, I watched the guy play. He just seems like a chicken with his head cut off. He just has no poise whatsoever.
1: Right. All right. Okay, this one, marquee matchup of the week, of course, 57 over under, just crazy. Atlanta at Pittsburgh, uh, Steelers minus three.
0: Yeah, I hate this game. I took it. Atlanta, yeah, me too. but...
1: Microsoft Teams is helping a bicycle company reinvent the way that they work.
0: We make bicycles for everyday riders. Once the pandemic hit, we started doing virtual visits. All of a sudden, we could open up our showroom to customers around the world.
1: Learn more at Microsoft.com slash Teams.
0: Pittsburgh always will surprise at home finally when you finally give up on them and you're like, yeah, there's something wrong with Pittsburgh. They're not in sync and they're not in sync. But Atlanta's the better team. I mean, Atlanta's lost barely to the Bengals. They barely lost to the Saints. I mean, those are good teams that they're barely losing to. They barely lost to the Eagles. They beat Carolina pretty soundly. I mean, Atlanta's had a tough schedule, and they've been toe-to-toe with every single team. The Steelers have been weak. The Steelers, you know, they tied the Browns. They they got crushed by the Ravens at home. They, they look a, a notch below. So I uh, I took the Falcons and the points, but I I have a Steelers feeling, but I took the Falcons.
1: Totally went back and forth on this one. I would not touch it. Uh, I ended up laying the points with Pittsburgh. Um, Grady Jarrett, he's really good on the line. Another guy to suffer an injury for Atlanta. They're just uh, going outdoors. I know they're both desperate animals. So I I I expect this to be a real like exciting back-and-forth game. I could see it going either way. But I just had, as you said, a feel. I just had a Pittsburgh feel or whatever. But, again, this game I don't feel too strongly about. Another tough one, I thought. And this was the right line. Green Bay giving one or one-and-a-half in Detroit. Who would you have there?
0: Laying one-and-a-half, not getting. Giving, I said. Oh, giving. Okay, giving. Yeah, sorry. I took the Lions, and I would use this one. I
1: oh, you would use it even okay. I
0: would think. I, I watched a lot I of took the, the Lions. game because I had the, we had the Packers in the Super Contest, and Rodgers did not look right. He missed a couple throws. He, he got sacked once. That he he looked like he threw a pick. He just he just didn't look sharp. He's a little annoyed at McCarthy. McCarthy switching all the running backs, like giving Jamal Williams eleven carries, even though he sucks. Uh, the receivers are banged up for Green Bay. And I think the Lions, they're a desperate animal. They, they lost again, but it was a really tight game in Dallas. And I think that at home, this is going to be a close game. I mean, I could see the Packers winning 31 30 or something and not covering. I think it's going to be down to the wire, and that point and a half may actually even matter. It's going to be Stafford getting them down the field and Rodgers getting them down the field. And Stafford just has so many more weapons. So I took the Lions. I, I made this game, I mean, not, you know, I made it a pick them, and it's minus one and a half.
1: Yeah, i mark that one down as a maybe for sure. I mean, I have the Lions and SAP picks, so um you can talk into that one. Uh, next, uh, Miami getting six and a half in Cincinnati.
0: Yeah, I made the seven and a half. I thought, oh, maybe the Dolphins are good buy low. Six is not buying low. I mean, six is barely more than, you know, I mean, if they're even teams, they'd be three. If you obviously acknowledge that Cincinnati's better, it'd be four and a half, five. How is six really moving the needle very much from Miami being terrible last week. It seems like that's just almost as if last week didn't happen. So, uh, you know, again, I'm, I'm not like strong on this. I probably wouldn't use it, but I definitely think the, uh, the Bengals are the value.
1: I just took the points and held my nose. They were so bad last week, Miami. But, my, I mean, the Bengals could be real, real legit, so it's possible. That's a, that's a stay away for me. Uh, this next one is not a stay away from me. Um, Oakland getting five or five and a half uh, in L.A. against the Chargers.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I thought it was six, actually, the actual line.
1: Um, you know what? I think it opened at seven, so it keeps falling. Vegas Insider. You're right. When I made it my best bet, well, I give it away. When I sent it to you, I think it, you know, it was like six and a half or something. Yeah, so I, I would be curious what Super Contest comes out at because it's getting bet down for, I, I mean, it makes sense to me. I made it my best bet. This line should have been closer to three. Okay,
0: so it's funny because I didn't have a best bet when I wrote Being the Book, and then I was writing up staff picks, and I put my picks in first, and I hadn't looked at anyone's best bet and I was like, eh, I guess the Raiders. The Raiders are the one I'm most sure about. Like, I just I wouldn't even consider taking the Chargers at six. I mean, I just wouldn't. It's
1: such consider. a weird one too. It's such a weird one. Raiders getting five. I mean, it's six. It's a weird, weird best bet.
0: Right. So I was like, all right. I didn't want to make the Raiders my best bet, especially after an overtime game, and they didn't look very yeah. good against Cleveland at home. Now they're going on the road. But I was like, Sand- uh, th- Los Angeles has zero home field. Probably more Raider fans there. It's a short trip. You know, I yep. like they I think Gruden's a good coach. I think mean, the offense is way better than it was last year. And Marshawn Lynch looks good. The Chargers defense does not look
1: good. Do you know how many YPA the Chargers have given up this year? What's it like 9 or something crazy? Yeah, 8.7. 8. It's yeah. yeah, it's really bad. Defense is
0: not good. Bose is missing that, that's huge for them. So I like the Raiders too. And then I saw that both you and Jeff both picked oh, the Raiders.
1: We, oh, I didn't know Jeff too. Wow. It's
0: just crazy. Like who the hell does that? So we're using the Raiders, I guess. We're using them because we're both yeah. on as our best bet. I mean, if we're not using them, then why even be in this contest? Yeah, so I, I,
1: yeah of course. Yeah. No, they could win that game outright. Come on. The Chargers, come on. I mean. The Chargers yeah, it's, were life and
0: death with the Beathard Niners last week.
1: Yeah. No. I was actually really go-
0: pissed about that, too, because the Niners should have won that game. It would have knocked a lot of people out of my last survivor pool.
1: Yeah. They should have won that game. Um, speaking of Niners, Arizona getting four in San Francisco.
0: I made it five and a half, so I took the, I'm the only one that took the Niners. I, I think the Niners are better than the Cardinals. Maybe Rosen equalizes that a little bit. He definitely looked way better than Bradford. Oh, but.
1: way better. So many drops he suffered from last week. I thought he looked fine.
0: Yeah, no, He looked way better. He looked poised. He's calm out there. So that may be a difference, but it's a road game for a rookie in his first start or second start, and Bethard isn't that bad, and the Niners are well coached. They, I think they can get the running game going, and I think they're just sort of a little bit better team than the the Cardinals, so I actually laid the wood, but I don't feel I don't, I don't feel strongly about this at all.
1: Yeah, it's a weird. I'm a Niners fan. I'm like, oh, definitely Arizona in the points, but then I've been finding myself like picking up the Niners defenses because I have like Jacksonville a lot of places, and I've been playing I like their matchup better this week and Brita kind of like and so. I mean, Beathard did not look that bad, you know, last yeah. week. So Shanahan, so I could see it. So I, I could see it either way, but yeah, I took the points with the rest of the the staff on that one. Um, next, another really. Uh, Interesting game on paper here. Minnesota getting three in Philly.
0: I took Philly. Uh, I'm a little nervous. I don't like that they went to overtime last week. That's a taxing thing to do. And the Vikings have the extra rest from the Thursday night game. And the Vikings are the desperate animal of desperate animals. I mean, they are on the ropes. And they have to win this game. But the Eagles just lost, two, And they're 2-2. and And, you know, they're in kind of desperation mode, too. They're home. I think Jeffrey looks like he's totally back. I think Wentz is now in week three of coming back. That's going to be... Basically yep. full strength. Their front seven is still good. Their, their corners suck, and the Vikings can maybe get after them. But then again, the Vikings' line is pretty bad. I just think the biggest thing is the Vikings' defense is not remotely itself this year. And I think the Eagles will pick it apart. I made this line four and a half, and I, I took the, the Eagles.
1: Yeah, the Vikings were actually vulnerable outdoors You know, last year. And speaking of giving up high YPA, they're even higher than the Chargers, the Vikings, 9.2. Kirk Cousins is one of those players on pace to, to set the NFL record in passing yards while getting 7.3 YPA. Kind of kind of crazy. But I'm with you here. Uh, Philly at home, I think they get right. But this would be not one I'd want to use in the Super Contest. Uh, it's
0: also like if they just totally stuffed the run and Dalvin Cook's banged up and the Eagles yeah. front is tough against the run, it's like – it sucks when you have to like have your quarterback drop back and pass 55 times yeah. on the road. That's no. not a recipe for no.
1: winning. Definitely not. Um, this next one, uh, surprisingly, I would use in the Super Contest. Uh, Rams giving seven in Seattle.
0: So this is laying the whole tree here because <laughs> when is the last time you saw Seattle getting seven at home? That is a absolutely man. mammoth line in the toughest venue in sports. Not in sports, but in the NFL probably. But I laid the wood, man. I, I think – as long as the Rams keep scoring in the fourth quarter, even when they have a lead, they don't care. And I don't see the Seahawks, no Earl Thomas, stopping this attack. I don't see them coming up with the scheme. I also see the, the Brian Schottenheimer offense with Baldwin, Gimpy, and not really much there. I, I just th- think the Rams are going to roll again. I don't care where it is.
1: Okay, good. So we, we are you down to use it? Because I am. I, I'm with you I mean, for sure.
0: It's crazy. <laughs> this is the soccer
1: side. No, do you? Think, I, I, it's the donkey. I mean, do you think that'll like a lot of people be on it, or or, or maybe like way oh, contrarian? Know.
0: It's really interesting because, and, and this is like where you know we were up against the, the opposite side of the P, of Massey Peabody last week, and we and we did well. We should have been four and one. We were three and two. And I think like yeah, as a general matter, you just of course take the points in these kind of games. Like as a general matter, but part of the difference is when you don't have an algorithm, you you sometimes say you know I'm going to pick an exception. This is an exception. The Rams are an exception to this rule. And this may turn out to be wrong, but you and I are both saying, I made this line eight and a half. I was like, it's got to be eight and a half before I switch this, at least eight and a half. If it's nine, I'm on the Seahawks. It's seven, man. I'm not doing it. I don't think I'm doing it. I think I'm taking the Rams. We could use them. It would definitely be a really nice donkey pick to throw in there and kind (laughs) of fuck up the leaders, right? Because I don't feel like the leaders do these donkey.
1: No. I don't think so No, I don't think so either. Uh, all right, I'm I'm down for that. Um, okay, Sunday night game, Dallas getting uh, three or three and a half in Houston.
0: Well, I I got it at three and a half. Yeah. And, yeah, and three and a half, I got to take Dallas. I made this line two and a half. I mean, I hate the Cowboys. I fucking despise that team, but they're stout on you know both lines of scrimmage. Missing Sean Lee's bad, but I heard somebody it was either uh, Rob Pizzola. I don't know if you ever watch his handicapping stuff, or somebody like that who was a Cowboys fan. I think it was him who was saying that Sean Lee's backup is way better. That you know, it's it's not like this total void now, and so oh no, interesting. So so that like normally, if Sean Lee was out, you could just run right. over the Cowboys, but you can't do really much now. And it's the defense still isn't bad. I just think this line should be at best for the Texans three. It's three and a half. It's too much. It's obviously a very short trip if you do the uh, the Massey Peabody thing where. Distance travels, ma- travel matters. This is in the same state. So um, I'm going to uh, take the points.
1: Yeah, I know Clowney and Watt have been putting up some big big numbers, uh, but the defense has not been playing well as a whole. So, uh, or at least lately they have been. But I'm with you. Dallas, if it's three and a half, you could talk me into even using that yeah, one, actually.
0: It was one of the easiest calls for me. Like I saw three and a yeah. half and I was like, Dallas. I didn't even think twice.
1: Okay, cool. I'm actually totally on board. Uh, Monday night, last one. Washington getting six and a half uh, in New Orleans.
0: Yeah, I, I made the seven, so I like the Saints. You know, the Giants may have made the Saints look better on defense, than they really are. But that defense is just at least league average. And then you get Ingram back, who I think he actually helps because they were kind of wasting carries five or seven a game on those scrubs. And I think Ingram's going to be a, another hammer and Kamara coming fresh and another guy to throw to. You know, he's going to throw to all those guys. I, I just think uh, the Redskins are okay, but that dink and dunk shit's not going to play on the road in New Orleans.
1: Yeah, I took Washington. They are the team that is coming off a bye, but this one was a back and forth for me. Uh, yeah, at home, giving less than the, than the seven. I could see this being a blowout for sure, but that's a probably a stay away for me. I actually have kind of a few earmarked here that might be five here. We're, you're down for sure for Raiders, Rams, Cowboys. Yes?
0: I guess so. I guess we'll do the donkey Rams. I wasn't planning on it, but I did pick
1: them. And then, then you want to you wanna fight uh, uh, Detroit? You want Lions?
0: Uh, I mean... Who else? okay, so it would be the Lions. Yeah.
1: The one I wrote down, I want to kind of fight for just, but this might just be at a general principle, like you're saying. The other is the Bills. If it's three and a half,
0: fine. It's maybe do one donkey and one sharp.
1: You know? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so then you no, pick fifth. Yours, though. I, I okay, saying, that's fine. That's mine. You get the fifth if you don't want Lions. You get it's all you.
0: Yeah. I mean, the ones I would choose from are the Patriots, the Lions, and that's probably it. All right. Let's do Lions. I'm okay with that. Sure. I'm okay with okay. that. I'm a little scared of Rodgers, but he's not as good on the road. Let's take the Lions.
1: All right. Yeah. We'll, um, we'll go over the Lions, in, the Lions when they come out tonight to make sure nothing's crazy, but cool. I'm, I'm happy with right, these so five for now.
0: recap for people what we're doing. We're taking the Raiders, the Bills, the Cowboys, the Lions, and the
1: Rams right it's the real sharp side given seven you know in I don't seattle give a fuck
0: we're gonna win this thing you know we're gonna win this thing by by doing donkey picks exactly while the right.
1: sharps are right. sitting there with
0: their algorithms and their spreadsheets and being like no you know you can't you Good. can't do this on the road it's too many you know we're just gonna take the pick that nobody takes watch for it be sure like the most popular pick
1: right <laughs> of course it will be awesome all right i'm pumpless you got you got you got anything else for me you know what i'm doing this weekend what are you doing I'm uh I'm going to Sunnyvale and doing an FFL in-, in person live. I know you used to be on that show back in the day quite a bit, uh, remotely. But uh, first time I've been to be on it, so uh, that should be that should be cool. Should be exciting. Wow. I have to drive home after the middle of the games. That'll suck. But uh, wish me luck.
0: Wow, they really downgraded that show since I left, huh? Wow, they're letting anyone.
1: Uh, I know, downgraded. I know. Like I think Andy can't can't make it this week. And just a promise, just a one week thing for for your yeah. regular. Yeah, that's uh, cool. It's re-
0: fun. I never did in the studio. I had, I was in like a remote studio, as you said, but uh, right. I'm sure it's fun. It kind of sucks, though. I mean, I I even had to drive home for 20 minutes from the studio yeah. to the games, and I always missed, like, half the first quarter, and I'd be, like, hustling up to figure out what's going on. It kind of sucked.
1: Right. Yeah. Okay. So what, what about you, man? Got anything going on?
0: Uh, I'm going uh, glamping this weekend. You know what glamping is?
1: I've heard of it, and I feel like I should know, but I can't say I do offhand. Something hand.
0: a real man doesn't do, but basically, you go to, like, a rural <laughs> campsite area, but instead of pitching a tent, like a real man... Instead, you nutless monkey it in, like, a canvas tent with, like, really nice beds with, you know, high thread count (laughs) linen sheets or whatever. And it's still, like, you know, outside. You just have a canvas tent, and uh, it's, like, a four-hour I should know
1: that term because I wouldn't make fun of you, but I should know that term because that sounds like my kind of camping. So, all right, continue. It's,
0: like, right on the border. It's, like, between – it's, like, near the border of uh, northern Portugal right next to Spain. It's in a nice, nice area, I think. It's supposedly, supposedly nice, so we're doing that.
1: Cool. That'll be fun. Yeah. All right, man. Let's uh let's do That's this. Really uh, a I well, you it's up to you to talk, us, man. I don't have much this week. I I, uh, I got a sick kid at home. Uh, just trying not to get sick and uh not nothing too much, man. I don't know. How, uh, baseball's over. I don't know got much. You want to talk politics? I, I think you probably cut off twenty minutes last week. I'm guessing.
0: I did cut off like twenty now, like five minutes, and now you're gonna get me in trouble with the with the base. Now you're gonna get me in trouble with the base.
1: Oh, sorry. All, now all right, I know. Expect-
0: uh, Nutless Monkey, the, ba- the, the base one's full real man. Scorched Earth.
1: Right, right. No, I do too. I do too. about all right, man. You don't have anything? Come on. You bring it. You, what, you, you, you have to have something. Else.
0: Nah, not really. Not really. I just made a joke that, that a, a real man would have showed up blacked out to his confirmation hearing. It's about being <laughs> – because it turned into like a referendum on how much he was boozing in high school. Right, right. A real right. man just shows up blacked out and denies it. So anyway, <laughs> oh. that's the best I want to do.
1: All right, that's oh, okay. good. All right, dude, let's do this. Let's seriously, uh, another four. Seriously, dude, dude, seriously. this is
0: the kind of week where I think three, one, and one is good. Like, we didn't feel strong. This is the kind of week you got to hold it together. You can't go one and four. You can't even go two and three. This right. is the week where you keep it together.
1: Yeah, for sure. Two, two, two and one I'd even be happy with. I hear you.
0: I wouldn't be happy with two, two, and one, but three and two I'd live with.
1: Live with. <laughs> okay, let's, let's keep that theme. Uh, li, live and die by these. Uh, what, yeah. Are you more fired up? Right? Isn't this at the top of the list right now, right? I'm, come no, on. This I mean, is this number su- one.
0: This is definitely number one because it's a million and a half dollars. We're off to a decent start. 14 and six would have been sick, but 13 and seven is still in the, in the game. And I love this, man. I fucking love this, and I'm starting to think we can do it. I really believe. Like I think I just, you know, I, I was just thinking about it because like, I've had a, a losing record against the spread in aggregate for the last, if you take 10 years. I've been below 500, but that's picking all the games, and nobody does that. And I did something in the last, since I started tracking my best bets from, like, 2009, I was picking at, like, a 56% clip, you know, since 2009 on best bets. And I'm like, you know what? Massey Peabody knows there's the bigger sample because they're picking about four or five a week. Right. right. But that's what they do. Those are the best bettors in the world. They're getting 55%. I got 56. Now, again, it was, like, one, you know, like eight years, I don't know what it was. It was like you know, eighty five instead of a few hundred that they did. But we can do this shit, dude. This is real. We can, we can win this shit.
1: No, I'm with you. Getting hope, high hopes after four weeks of, of winning I the top prize of Super Contest, I'm, I'm totally on board. To- yeah. Totally with you.
0: And, and we don't have any fucking algorithm. We're just eyeballing it, trying to pay attention, using other people's algorithms to our advantage if, to the extent we want and rejecting them when we don't want. But I, I think oh, it's sure. possible.
1: I think we can make it. savvy picks like laying the wood in Seattle. I mean, laying I, I love
0: Seattle. The real man does that shit.
1: It's <laughs> yeah. serious. serious. Sure. There's nothing, sure. nothing
0: beneath us. There's nothing above us. That's the motto.
1: I love it. All right, man. Good times. All right. Take it easy. Let's All right. it. Later. Let's Later. Later.